Welcome to No Ask, the podcast where I ask questions and then we sometimes get around to answers. But today we're going to talk about the lovely subject of goals. So jumping right in. Okay. What is your biggest goal in life? Uh, you know, the heavy hitters. <laughs> my Okay, like just like straight up my, straight my up. life goal? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you see, I want to make humorish a multi-million dollar company and then I'm going to sell it. uh no um i don't know my goal in life is just to be happy i guess yeah like that sounds super cliche and just beg which Mm -hmm. it is because you know i don't have a better question or an answer (laughs) off the top of my head but no i think like just to sum it up is it it would be to be happy uh and for me that means something different than it means for anyone else uh Mm -hmm. so for some people it might be hey i want to have kids and i want to like you know, make the world a better place. And me, I'm just like, hey, I want to make videos with my best friend and like yeah. not have to do anything else other than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you say happy and it's like, what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. And so for you, that's usually in the creating field, right? Yeah, I really want to, I, I would love to just be creative for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And just my brain juices just make money, just like yeah. bleh all over the table. Is great. that something you think you can do by yourself? No, no. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a very, very like collaborative field. Like mm-hmm. create the creative environment of like film and entertainment. It's not something you can necessarily do alone unless you're PewDiePie. In which case, I mean, he's yeah. not even really alone right now because he has an editor. But mm-hmm. like, I was like, yeah, even if you do it alone, you have so much time things mm-hmm. that like you could do, but yeah, there's not enough hours. Well, like it's like doing this and all that. Even you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. there's so many hours that go into the behind the scenes of this you know like even if it's not just picking out questions or any of that it's like getting the equipment and this is real low maintenance stuff too like yeah relatively this is the lowest maintenance thing that we do is Mm -hmm. your show yeah (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) but but no like there's podcasts in general it's like the lowest Mm -hmm. lowest it maybe shouldn't be like we could definitely like tighten it up in some places you know put more time into editing put more time into mastering really figure out how to get all of the out of the podcast, uh, which, you know, if done right, you guys don't even know what I said right yeah. there or what I did. Um, but it probably wasn't. <laughs> so, mm. But no, I think to be happy and to be happy for me means to create uh, content, whether that be a podcast, whether that be videos, whether that be movies. Uh, but it's definitely something I can't do alone, which mm-hmm. is why I, you know, brought you on and, hey. you know. Uh, I was doing streaming before this, which made me happy, but it didn't make me as happy because as this does, mm-hmm. because when I do this, uh, you're learning something new. I'm learning new things as we go as well. And I feel like it's someone to share it with, you mm-hmm. know, and I think together we make something more than we could ever make apart. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. But yeah. how about you? Like, do um, you have... <laughs> I know you don't goal. usually. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> something we're we're both very different on. Is like mm-hmm. you have like a direction in life, and mine is very just out in the open, like kind of waiting for the <laughs> wind to take me. And so, I obviously to be happy, who doesn't want to be happy and like mm-hmm. mildly successful, like mm-hmm. monetarily? Oh, I don't even want to like be that. successful. I just want to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like everyone wants to like have enough money to like mm-hmm. you know be comfortable. And things. Oh, of course. Just like the cliche things. Mm-hmm. But that's why my next question is: um, is having a goal in life necessary to become successful um no Mm -hmm. i would say that it is often easier to be successful with with a goal but i think there's a lot of people who get successful just based off of happenstance Mm -hmm. and it's not 
a bad thing. It's not a great thing. It really makes me feel like shit when I'm <laughs> yeah, just like, when you're wow. you're working so hard. Yeah, I'm like, wow, look at all this hard work and dedication. <laughs> it's really paying off. And then someone's just like, oh, yeah, you know, I had some, like, crazy hashtag where I took a picture of my boobs and now I've got, you know, another million followers. <laughs> I'm like, that's cool. I'm glad. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, you know, it's like you... They're like, oh, yeah, I know the platform so well. It's like, how long have you been on it? It's like, oh, a year. It's like, oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing so well. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think that having a goal, if nothing else gives you something, I mean, the definition of a goal, I guess, something to work towards. Uh, I We've talked about this before. I'm a very goal-oriented person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, to me, that's really important because uh, I – I always need something to be busy with, uh, whether that's like editing a podcast or working on homework, which right now homework feels like it gets in the way of editing the podcast because that's what I really want to do. But then I have to do geography because I'm a 21-year-old man in a geography (laughs) class. (laughs) But uh, I would say that for some people it's not necessary, but just in my personal, um, not even belief, it's just like my own preference I like to have goals. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I'm, yeah. do, do you have like a yeah. counter argument to that? Do you like goals in your own life? Do you like mm. to just like throw it out there and see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, goals are helpful for sure, like you said. Um, boy. Why was I not ready for this to be thrown back at me? <laughs> I don't know, but I just burnt the fuck out of my mouth again, again. again I'll have genius. hold on. I'll just I'll tangent here for a minute while you think of an answer. As I tell the people, as the tears are running down my face, that <laughs> moments before we started this podcast, I literally just dumped my coffee all over the ground. <laughs> I uh, was going to put on a hoodie, and then I just like knocked that bad boy over, and so there's a sweet little coffee stain that blends in with the. Already either, stained carpet. Yeah, I was going to say, either brown or... When we moved in, they like specifically said, hey, there's paint stains here, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to accept it. Yeah, I'm like, all right, well, you know, mm-hmm. there's coffee stains here. <laughs> you guys are going to have to accept that. And they're like, oh, fine, sure. whatever. Mm. Do you think this complex cares that much? They're just like, hey, we got a, nah. we got a coffee stain on it. And like, we didn't have two toilets working at one point. In our that's time. fair. That's fair. It was a very dangerous house to live in with lactose intolerance. Yes, and it was. two people who ignore it. And a gallon it. of milk in the fridge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two people just completely outright. <laughs> you eat cereal. <laughs> hey, my bowel health has been great lately. Okay. I'm glad to know it. I'm glad. I'm, I hope. I hope everyone else is too. Yeah. I'm a healthy young lad. Mm -hmm. Your mom's happy to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, oh, he's doing well. I'm glad that (laughs) he's he's doing all right up there, you know, taking care of himself for sure. So your goals. My goals. (laughs) Yeah, I think people can get by without them, but I think you still have to work hard. Uh And so sometimes those things fall into your lap, but then you got to work hard onto what fell into your lap. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you always have to work hard to be successful? No. There's definitely some extra luck things Mm -hmm. in there, but... To like grow what you have because sometimes success is like oh I got a ton of money and now mm-hmm. I'm just inherently successful but yeah. to like be successful in like another person's eyes you would have had to have grown that and then that may or may not happen so that work. what is being successful to you sorry if you don't mind me asking because like I think we're, we're talking growth. about like that you know as a concept we just need to define mm-hmm. it I guess for each of us yeah I think successful is growth and mm-hmm. whether that's personal growth monetary growth or like creative growth mm-hmm. I think it's just Building upon what you already had to become more than what you were. Okay. And so yeah. just progress is mm-hmm. just a good point of success. No, I think I, I agree with that a lot. You know, I'm someone who likes to push forward. And so mm-hmm. I could, I definitely 
see what you're going for with that, where it's like, oh, just so long as I become more of a person in the mm-hmm. end than I was in the beginning, you know? And I feel like people have, like, different lines. You know, like, uh-huh. some people's slope is, like, really low, so, like, their mm-hmm. end point isn't a whole lot higher than mm-hmm. what they did, but they maintained and they did well with that, mm-hmm. where some people, like, want to, like, go straight up and just, like, so mm-hmm. that's yeah. where your success differs. <laughs> that's me. Hey. I want to go, I want that straight up, mm-hmm. but every now and then you hit those plateaus, and then I just feel like a... Like a big old loser. You're like, I might as well go back down to the Yeah, well, you know, I can maintain down there so easily. But then you get up higher and you're like, oh, I don't want to stop now. It's like this working out thing. Like We've been, mm-hmm. we, we missed the gym. We did. It's my fault. It's busy. It's, it's, it, it's crazy. We have so much going on right now. It's like mm-hmm. the semester has started to kick off. It, I mean, for me in a lot of big ways too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I got all these productions I got to be on and then you've got a bunch of exams and mm-hmm. all your smart brain man stuff. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm over there just like, well, I have a camera. I'm about to point it at someone and have them do stuff. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I'm a prospector, but, you know, that's how I direct. <laughs> uh, but no, it gets tough. You know, we. I, I was looking at the schedule the other day and I was like, wow, I have so much more time to edit if we just don't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I need to go to the gym because it makes me happy. But I'm like, but not going to the gym and editing makes me happy too. Mm-hmm. Being being productive in a general way, but I think the gym is better because we have a like a long term kind yeah, of effect. Yeah, and it's different. It's like you know, it's like if you're editing all the time, and then mm-hmm. like your film, and then your film classes, it's just like mm-hmm. so much of the same. Whereas mm-hmm. working out is just something different to give you like yeah. new perspective. And no, it's definitely like uh, I felt this a lot last semester where you know it's something just to blow off steam. Like mm-hmm. I would just go and run like at two in the morning because I would you know be done editing or finally finish some crazy project or uh, I worked on a, a project that was god awful <laughs> with some people who weren't so savory but then like you know I get in an argument with them or something and I'm like man I just I gotta go get this bad juju out of my system before yeah. I can create more and so I think having a healthy outlet of some sort or even just like any outlet is mm-hmm. is good uh, whether and that, that goes for anyone I think like whether you're in a creative field or not uh, I saw that weird. Or like, I was gonna put an example, but then I couldn't think of a creative field off the top. Of <laughs> Whether like in a creative field or like a business or or mm-hmm. whatever like that, uh, I think having something to release is great. And exercise is a really big one because mm-hmm. then your body's healthy, your heart, your lungs, For your sure. mind clear. Mm-hmm. Fix up your diet. Maybe you lose some of this. Hey. I'm not about <laughs> to do that. I like donuts way too much. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's nothing here. <laughs> Listen, buddy. You don't. You don't gotta flex on me like that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But uh, I, I was thinking about that. Um, we have our schedule. We have both of our schedules combined in a Google mm-hmm. Calendar. Yeah. And when you just open it up, it's just full of different it's, tasks. It's we both so have much. our classes. We have our uh-huh. workouts. We have our uh, humorous like release schedule mm-hmm. and our recording times. And yeah. it is full. And yeah. that brings a lot of stress on me. Like, not a lot, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But, like, each time I look at it, I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering, do you think that helps with us being successful is, like, really planning out your time and what we're going to do with it? Oh, in my personal belief, heck yes. Like, mm-hmm. I think that being organized is, like, Key number one to success, like major key alert, y'all. Is that an old meme? That's an old <laughs> meme. Oh well, uh, but like, you know, major key, fucking get organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've met so many college students that are just like, oh, I don't know. I keep it all. I keep it all up in here, and I'm like, what? How? <laughs> <laughs> I have so much shit going on at mm-hmm. once. Uh, well, especially for uh, like people like us, where you know, you you could have your own whatever on the side. You could have a job. You could have. Uh, just job and school 
but then because it's job and school and humorish mm-hmm. and you know hanging out with me and you know yeah, whatever social else social life work mm-hmm. school yeah it's like because we have all of these branches which maybe conventionally don't happen but i think students get them a lot more mm-hmm. because in college they try and in college they try to uh, prepare you for a world where you can handle anything that's thrown at you uh and yeah but you know we are so spread thin mm-hmm. i feel or not even like spread thin it's just busy yeah. uh i wouldn't say that i am at my limit per se you know like it's not like oh you know i'm like i'm tired all the time i'm gonna die uh other than like the sense of like oh god i want you know <laughs> the gen z feeling mm-hmm. but no i think that having that calendar set up like it is helps us kind of segment out what we need because we do have it in different segments too so we have like our gym schedule on one and then we have your mm-hmm. schedule on one. Then I have my schedule on one and then we have humorous on another. So it's things that we can tick off where it's like, okay, so I just want to see my schedule. So you just take off the gym and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you see straight up what you have. And then it's like, oh, I just want to see what Joey's up to and like so on and so forth. Uh, but doing that allows us to kind of have a, a game plan for like the week and to see what, sure. what's going on. Uh, yeah, when I'm making plans that may or may not involve you, I have mm-hmm. to like go and I can and I can go mm-hmm. and look at your calendar and be like, oh, no, he has this person coming over mm-hmm. or something. So I, yeah, so no, and I try and schedule everything that I can, although not not exactly because seeing an, an, an absolutely full calendar stresses me yeah. out a little <laughs> bit. Um, like last weekend was whew, last weekend was full mm-hmm. and this weekend is about to be somewhat mm-hmm. full, but most mostly of good things. So like. But, like, I could just be like, oh, I'm going to edit for eight hours here uh-huh. or something like that. <laughs> it's like, wow, that is a just big chunk of yellow in my calendar that's just stressing me out now. Mm-hmm. Um, but having that game plan is definitely essential in my opinion. I mean, some people can do it without it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Maybe they have some sort of weird way of categorizing everything in their brain and internal clock. But I don't mm-hmm. – I, I can't I can't even tell you the time when I have a watch on. <laughs> uh but no, do you find that helpful or does that just stress you out more than you feel like it's worth? No, it's definitely worth it because I have one of those minds that like I feel like I remember a lot of stuff and I usually do. Mm-hmm. But very often I'm like, wait, did I have homework in this class? And then like you come to realize like, wait, this is coming up. This is coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I didn't even think about this. Mm-hmm. And then like three things that were like just very under the radar just like come at you really fast. Oh, yeah. No. And so having those ticked off really helps. Yeah, no, it's like put that in like calendars or tasks or whatever. I know some people who do the Google calendar thing, but they have a whole nother calendar for just their homework due dates, Mm -hmm. which I think is smart, but I have nowhere near enough dedication to go through the syllabus and do that. Yeah. Like I don't care. And they're not like (laughs) always right and things. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to like pre-schedule it all and then have it be wrong. Well, especially with uh, like this semester we've been, it's been whack. Like we've had like three snow days, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's funny because I have a class that uh, I think I told you this yesterday. We were like, Probably five weeks and six weeks in, yeah. something like that. But you visit once a week in this class, mm-hmm. right? We visit mm-hmm. once a week. We have only been to half of the classes, and we just did the midterm, <laughs> <laughs> like because like we've had snow days. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, nobody gets this. Mm-hmm. Luckily enough for me, I'm not struggling because I already knew a lot of stuff going into yeah. this class. Like I, I know basic cinematography, I know basic aesthetics, and all that. Uh, I only had to watch some like important films to be able to talk about them. And so I was good, but everyone else was like, oh, my God, what's the difference between simultaneous and synchronous? And I'm like, ah, well, mm-hmm. this and this. And 
They're like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, well, like, good good luck to you, yeah, partner. Yeah, no. It's like, I'm a computer science major. It's like, why are you in a film class? Yeah, a 300 <laughs> film class. Yeah. yeah. I actually found out yesterday it was a 200 film class. Oh. I guess I was a liar. I just, I'm sorry. My bad. I'm sorry. Just blowing up your problems. I know, right? <laughs> that whole that whole extra credit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's no, still, it's like, it's a hard class. Yeah. And you should, It's. I find it odd that people take film classes that are, above like 100 level to fill mm-hmm. the credit because that's just so much more work outside of your field mm-hmm. like i would never take an elective that was like okay well this fulfills your credit but it's a uh, it's a business class yeah and you have to learn about <laughs> all, or even like a math class you have to learn uh-huh. about all these algorithms and whatever and i'm like oh uh no because <laughs> yeah, i'm just gonna like dump all this information off later exactly it's like i would want something that i can like apply to my degree but right now i'm taking a search for extra extraterrestrial life mm-hmm. and it's a 300 i think it's like 395 or something mm-hmm. but it's not a hard class like it could be but it's not and but like that's so much more interesting than like basic astronomy or mm-hmm. you know so that's pretty cool though yeah like that's one of those things that i feel like could be a passion mm-hmm. i don't know if aesthetics could be a I, mean, I was about to say, but like complex film is more interesting than like your film literature class or something that you could have taken. I suppose that's fair. Mm-hmm. But this class, I don't know. I guess going into it, you wouldn't really know. It's a course that filmmakers and cinematographers usually come out of saying it's like, oh, well, this was the most important class to me. But it was a bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's so many complex topics going on. And it's all super subjective. But at the same time, it ha- it's systematic. Yeah. So it's like, hey, we have these systems in place. Now make an argument for why these systems work, but there is a set reason to why they work. Mm-hmm. But you still have to make an argument for each thing. It's very similar to like spelling in English, where mm-hmm. a lot of the words have rules and like why these things happen, but everything has an exception mm-hmm. and not all of them follow the rules. Oh, uh, yeah. That's why English so is tricky. like one of the hardest languages to learn how to write, mm-hmm. right? Because right? that's it's what I've heard. Like, uh, our grammar system is so fucked. Yeah. We don't have like a very specific like <laughs> mm-hmm. set of rules. Well, it's like we learned uh, earlier today about the, the the one specific letter where it's like got this whole paragraph of like, uh, oh, it's oh, the, the long, long S. S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like his old English and it's got this weird thing. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, but it, it can be used, uh, a small S can be used after a long S, but only mm-hmm. if it's, you know, at the got beginning of the word. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, English is, is whack, and that's very similar to how aesthetics is set up. For good, sure. good, good job with your hey. analogy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I no, I just feel like we talked about film a lot, and it's kind of hard to like. Not everyone knows the yeah. transitions as mm-hmm. well as we do. So. No, I appreciate I appreciate you making that link because mm-hmm. sometimes I forget that not everyone understands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, what do we got next? So we talked about how organization has definitely helped us, mm-hmm. and. I wonder about um, how, what else can we do today that would help us reach our goals in the future? Hmm. Other things, like just major keys? Yeah. yeah you want yeah. me to give you I some major, hear the keys. major keys for success? All right. <laughs> Four cups of coffee a day. <laughs> you got to, you got to, I don't know. Learn how to live off three hours of sleep. Exactly. <laughs> no, I've been told that's very bad and I should stop doing it. But at the same time, I've got a lot of stuff to do if with it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> Except you're starting to break. Your I'm starting hurting. to break just a little bit. My back does hurt. Uh, I think it's because I have shitty posture. People <laughs> can have probably been calling me out for it on my podcast. I don't know. Um, probably not. People don't. 
don't care. <laughs> but I see it when I look at it. <laughs> yeah. No, I see it all the time. Uh, there you go. Major key. Fix your posture. It's one of the hardest things in my life right now. Like other than fixing my diet, which I'm just like not making an effort to do. Uh, I'm trying to fix my posture. It's tough. Because mm-hmm. like I spend a lot of time in this chair, just like yep. doing homework or doing edits. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, you just kind of start to slowly sink like, in or lean forward mm-hmm. or one oh or my the God. other. That's my worst. So I like uh I need new glasses because these this prescription's going out. Because I'll catch myself, I'll be editing and sorry about everyone in the audio podcast, mm-hmm. but I'll like sit like this. Just like leaning yeah. forward, squinting a little yeah. bit, and like, just like getting like, really into it. Yeah, and then it's just like, or I'll like hunch. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why? Ugh, it's like so bad. <laughs> uh, and then I can feel it every time we go and do rows uh, at the gym. Just like I just feel like that part of my back just like pinching a little bit. I was like, yeah, that's because of my posture. Um, but no, like taking care of yourself is probably like the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just assuring that you can make it to these goals that mm-hmm. you're working towards otherwise. Uh, I heard something the other day. It was like the no one does well on on no sleep, which is mostly true. <laughs> I would say that it's enough. Define no sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say that that for the most part, the human body requires sleep, and we've seen this time and time again with uh, with you know experiments and and whatever. It's like you know trying to make super soldiers that don't need to sleep or like whatever, like mm-hmm. things that come out. The body heals better. Uh, it has been proven that the more you sleep, the faster your broken, broken bones will heal, the better you'll do uh, mentally. Your mental capacity increases. Uh, your mood increases when uh, you get better sleep, which are all things that like we can kind of like guess, you know, mm-hmm. just because – after you, <clears throat> excuse me, after you slept the correct amount, you always feel better, you know? Yeah. Um, unless you're me, in which case, for some reason, whenever I sleep the so-called correct amount, I wake up and, like, my eyes are, like, feel like they have sand in them. And I'm like, don't touch me. But, <laughs> um, but no, definitely take care of yourself because if you don't, then you're never going to reach those goals because you're going to be like me and you're going to die by the age of 30. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is... My prediction is that mm-hmm. at this rate, I will probably just like kick the bucket as soon <laughs> as soon as I either make it or fail. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> just like have a heart attack right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you have any like other keys to success? We have like be healthy, essentially. Yeah. Um, keep your mind, like keep your head in the right place. Like, mm-hmm. don't let yourself get dragged down by like one small thing. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like a lot of people can do that. And then mental health, it just like stops you and blocks you for a little while. And then yeah, I feel like we, time. I get hung up on really stupid shit all uh-huh. the time. Uh, we talked about this a little bit, uh, the other day where we think about our interactions with people and how little our interaction with them meant to them, mm-hmm. but then how much it, it feels like it means to us uh-huh. where it's like, Oh, hey, uh, I did this like weird thing to this person and or, you know, did this weird thing while talking to a new person. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, fuck, I hope they don't think I do that all the time. They don't care. Yeah, <laughs> they, no, they didn't they, even think about yeah, it. Yeah, they did, like just were like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a thing. Uh, just remember that everyone's a human. That's that is like for sure. Probably as far as anxiety goes, that is the thing that has held me back a lot uh, or helped me move forward, I guess, is realizing that everyone's a person you know mm-hmm. nobody wants nobody necessarily has ill intentions all the time you mm-hmm. know 
Uh, everyone's got kind of a reason behind it, even if they are kind of a scummy person. They've got their own motivations behind it. Uh, but for the most part, I think people are good, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I'm sure you, you you may not always think that because I think we have this kind of opposite... Uh, Mentality yeah, where like, you trust people right mm-hmm. away and then I take time to warm up to people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always like, I'm, I trust you until you're proven untrustworthy and you're mm-hmm. like... I need to be proven, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, which is interesting to me. Like our two different things because mm-hmm. and our yeah. like coming up. Must anyways. have to do how we raised and stuff. So. Yeah. Must <laughs> do with how we raised. How we raised. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to call you out on it, but then again, it was recorded. So I yeah, mean, I had, it, yeah, yeah, I, you had to. <laughs> no, um, but for our audio podcast, it's about time for the ad break and ooh, we'll reset our camera and be right back. Thank you. So coming up next. We're going to talk about how age affects our goals and stuff. So my first question. <laughs> chair's so squeaky. It is. And I like to spin. It's a problem. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so my first question is, do you think people have fewer goals as they age? <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird thing to think about. That is a weird thing to think about. I read the question and I was like, that's it's kind of like might be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will. I think it, if. We do get less goals as we age. It's because we just check off more things. Mm-hmm. Because as you go, you just kind of like tend to get shit done, you know? Definitely. Like very rarely in, in a person's life are you just like, yeah, you know, I'm older and I've just done nothing for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess unless you're just working fast food or something like that. Like mm-hmm. nothing against anyone who's done that. I'm, But, you know, like generally I think people move forward. If they want to, I could be just extrapolate or extrapolating, uh, projecting because that's kind of how I feel. Is I always like to move forward, mm-hmm. but I got hmm. What do you think? So, what <laughs> I was coming to realize me. as I read the question was that you might not have less goals, but they could change. Mm-hmm. Um, one reason for that is like having kids, and it's like your mm-hmm. goals didn't diminish or anything. You just like reprioritize. You're like, oh, yeah. these are my passion now. Whereas on the other hand. Um, like you said, if you've been working fast food for a long time, your goals might've just sunken down a little bit and like mm-hmm. became more realistic. Okay. Whereas when you're a child, you're like, I'm going to be an astronaut. And then gotcha. when you're a teenager, you're like, okay, I'll be an engineer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, then you're like, oh, well, uh, manager at this corporation pays pretty well. And <laughs> yeah. so, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get, you don't get less goals. You just make them Tone more them realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get, <laughs> you make them more achievable, I guess. Yeah. Which is that a good or a bad thing? I think it's a realistic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that as a kid, you should be encouraged to do as much as you want, like to like try and become mm-hmm. an astronaut, to try and be a ninja or a pirate or whatever the fuck, you know? Uh, you're a kid, you know? Uh, if I had children, that's exactly what I would do. I, I got a lot of that from my mom growing up, which mm-hmm. was just you can do whatever you want. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to sing and I'm going to tell jokes. And then I grew up more and I'm like, all right, I'm going to be an artist. And then I grew up some more and I was like, I'm going to make a podcast. And then everyone was disappointed (laughs) in me. Um, (laughs) I remember at one point, I think it was like early middle school, junior high, I think. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I want to be a masseuse. And you just like to go around giving people massages. That's right. That's true. And I was like really setting the bar high there. I just wanted to touch girls. Yep. No, <laughs> that sounds so, that sounds terrible when I say it like that. No, I actually, uh, I really liked the human body and like learning more about like how muscles interact with each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I actually did think about massage therapy for a long time. 
Uh, but then I realized like, oh, I can do, I can do more than yeah. that. <laughs> uh, you know, I was not the most like well off child. And so massage therapist was like a realistic thing. That's For something sure. that I feel like if, all of this went away, then maybe that would be a goal that like I would settle for, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, well I'll just go back to school for my massage therapy. But because I'm still somewhat young and full of hope and energy and coffee and not <laughs> sleeping. And then I can, uh, set my goals higher because I don't know. I was told that I could do anything as a kid and mm-hmm. somehow I grew up believing that. <laughs> uh, so here I am making for videos. Sure. Yeah. I was kind of wondering how like your family had, interacted with your goals mm-hmm. like whether they had set some for you or encouraged the ones that you already had um well my mom did her best to encourage my goals mm-hmm. uh there was there were other um what's what's the word other parental figures in my yeah, life factors, at the time, influences uh who were very negative in mm-hmm. that sense uh i was told very often around Around the time I was homeschooled, when I when I dropped out of, of public school, or I, rather I was pulled out, I, I didn't choose mm-hmm. to go to homeschool. My mom was like, oh, well, there's some wacky stuff going around the middle school and around the high school, so I'm going to pull you out because I was homeschooled for a little bit, and I turned out all right, which is <laughs> very subjective, mom. Um, <laughs> and uh, But no, she's, she's like, I'm going to homeschool you, which, I mean, turned out to be eh. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was good and bad because good, I learned all of these cool production skills like a mm-hmm. lot of what i'm doing now the basis for it started when i was alone in my room with mm-hmm. nothing else to do and so i was like oh i like movies and i like videos so i'm gonna learn how to make them but no there was a definite uh, parental figure there who was i would say <laughs> i would say to a weaker man would be just like <laughs> detrimental to their health uh-huh. uh but no, I was I was 13, and when you're 13, you don't know any better. You just think, oh, mm-hmm. hey, these adults are adults. They know what's up. And so when they tell you, hey, you're never going to achieve anything with this and that you're only going to work like uh, as a welder or as a yeah. like in fast food for the rest of your life, uh, you believe them mm-hmm. because you're a kid. Yeah, and adults always know better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you yeah. know. Uh, and I feel like that's so shitty because uh, – a child literally doesn't know any better. Like that's mm-hmm. their entire life is like, oh, I'm being told what to do by adults all the time. Clearly they they, they know what's going on. And so you put this trust in them and then for them to like, and for them to crush like dreams and stuff, I think is always just like super shitty. I've seen it happen to, to people before. I'm just like, it, it breaks my heart <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to think that, you know, someone could have their dreams squashed like so young or uh, anything like that because it happens. It can happen to people now, like our age. Yeah. Like just like one offhanded joke that could just like pierce someone's armor, like just in the right way. It's like for sure. Yeah. It's like um, when someone like is trying out a new look and puts on a hat, and you're like, oh mm-hmm. hey, you know what's up with the hat? You know, you like even if you think your friends joking around, sometimes like oh yeah, they will never wear a hat again around mm-hmm. you now. It's like oh, yikes! And uh, you know, as a kid, that's only amplified. So. Mm-hmm. Yes and no, to answer your question. I had some parental um, motivation. Encouragement. Yeah, encouragement. But I also had some negative reinforcement where uh, it ended up kind of canceling out to the point where I got really sad about it because I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to be anything uh-huh. ever. And so 
you know, 13-year-old Joey became real emo <laughs> and, you know, started not caring about anything. Uh, but then I got enough encouragement from my mom that I, I was just like, you know what? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to do this just to spite you. Um, and that's how Michael Jordan got his career going. <laughs> uh, true story. We talked about this the other day. We've talked about mm-hmm. it many times. But uh, sometimes hate is the best motivation <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and what you're referencing is that Michael Jordan didn't make his basketball team like mm-hmm. the first year he tried out. And I feel like that's a pretty common thing. But the fact is that he held on to that for like his entire career. And then he brought up that coach who didn't let him onto the team on his like mm-hmm. fine on his uh Hall of Fame acceptance speech. <laughs> and so like obviously it held that pain that whole time because mm-hmm. he's like, I want you to say you're sorry at this acceptance speech. And yeah. So uh I definitely won't be doing anything like that. No. Because <laughs> like, I don't know. In my eyes, I don't want to give those people the satisfaction the mm-hmm. people who like tried to put me down the people who said i could never do it hell they could even be right i don't even know like you and know, that's part of that maintaining the mm-hmm. mental health that mm-hmm. we kind of talked about earlier it's yeah. just like not like getting hung up on like different people and things mm-hmm. like that accepting it and being owning who you are as a person that mm-hmm. is a major key right there uh if you find something you love to do then i mm-hmm. personally am convinced that you will find a way to make money doing that like whether it's like Oh, I like to bake, but you know, bakers are, you know, uh, mm-hmm. they come you know, so often or whatever. Uh, you can figure it out as long as you're good at it and Definitely. like you're passionate and driven. You can become a cook, you can become like, you know, work for a restaurant, or maybe go to business school, start your own business. But you know, there's all these different options. Definitely. So, uh, I like to be motivational and look <laughs> on the bright side of life for rather sure. than thinking about all the people who have it worse than me. <laughs> Because uh, I've been there, I've had I've had it worse, but there's there's ways out of it. Just mentally mm-hmm. work it through, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Now, is there anything like you say you have your parents who like directly told you like good and bad things mm-hmm. about your girls? Do you like have anybody that you witnessed pass passively that you're like, oh, that's what I need to do to be successful, or like that's what a good goal setter does, or mm. or even negatively like, oh, that's what I shouldn't do. Well, I think negatively, uh, I could look at like the the bad parental guidance where I was just like, I kind of came to realize like, oh, he's lashing out because he's not happy, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, once I kind of came to accept that, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. so I just won't do what he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I, you know, you do kind of look to, to, to other people, I think is the best way. They say that... Um, was it mimicking is the highest form of flattery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you shouldn't just mimic all the time to like try and like pass things that look like theirs for yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a big part of being, especially in my industry where I'm creative and being like art more or less. Uh, you have to copy them to kind of learn the ways and then break off and make your own style. Uh, so I think one, if I had to pin like one person, I think it would probably be like Bernie Burns or something from Rooster, Rooster Teeth. Uh, just because growing up, that's like well, like a shit ton of what I watched. It was yeah. like Rooster Teeth content. Uh, and so like hearing their story and how they got started up really kind of inspired me to do more of what I'm doing now. Whereas like, you know, they were just like three friends trying to make each other laugh and in a spare bedroom. Mm-hmm. And here I am in my bedroom giving advice and talking to my friend trying to make something work. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know exactly where I got it, but I just got this drive to just not quit and to work For hard sure. all the time. Cool. Um, do you have any like 
you know, mentors or anything like that? I don't know about like passively. I know one thing that I say, like one of the best things my mom ever did for me was freshman year. I started at a new high school. I was really Mm -hmm. scared and unsure. I moved from a town of 3000 people to a city of what? 500,000 people. Mm -hmm. And so my school became the size of the town I used to live in. Yeah. And I just didn't know what's going on. They had sent me in a schedule and I was taking Spanish one, which Mm -hmm. was fine. I needed the credit, but I didn't have any sort of elective that I like really enjoyed or wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And my mom like went in and like told him like, we're going to switch the schedule, put him in acting one. Mm -hmm. And then for the rest of high school, I loved acting. I was in plays. I was the lead in some of them. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting. And I did kind of sprung a passion and now it's part of what we do now and yeah, so, performing mm-hmm. and so i was like that's one of the best things my mom's ever done for me and so i think that kind of helps uh i don't know where i was going with that i guess <laughs> it was like that that mm-hmm. falls under the uh your your parent helped you set a goal yeah she specifically said like hey here's your goal mm-hmm. i know this is something you like let's mm-hmm. push this forward yeah just to be clear though like you had had prior experience acting and like doing stuff just a little bit that. though like but yeah yeah no and because and in our young. town we didn't have a whole lot mm-hmm. of options so we did like the summer play like twice mm-hmm. and so i wasn't like an actor and there's these people oh, yeah, who like sure. grew up like being in little commercials and things like mm-hmm. that and i'm like i'm not one of them mm-hmm. and they always say like acting is a really tight-knit group and i was like mm-hmm. can i like break into that and mm-hmm. so. uh i think the theater theater department of any like school or college or or university is probably the most close-knit or even community because there's community theaters too it's like the most close-knit community but it can also be like super toxic super fast sometimes it's like they're all they're all dramatic Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what it is and they're around Um, each other all the time mm -hmm. so they start to hate each other yeah but then they also love each other underneath it and it definitely Mm -hmm. becomes like its own family uh do you so now that you are out on your own are you finding it harder to set goals because you kind of like, and I'm using just this one isolated example. Mm-hmm. Like your your mom had put had made that goal for you to be yeah. in acting. And I guess as a precedent before that, I can't say like my parents have been like super inspirational. Like mm-hmm. you have to follow your goals. You have to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, they're more of people who like if I probably would have asked for it, they would have given it to me. Mm-hmm. But they weren't going to go out and look for it for me. Yeah. And I completely understand that. It's hard to just be like, okay, I'm going to start forcing my kid to do stuff, and maybe mm-hmm. he'll like one of those things. Yeah. But as I'm older, I'm like, oh, no, I don't have anyone to like look over my shoulder. I don't have to feel guilty about any of the things I like because mm-hmm. I can do it for me. Whereas Ooh, like what are the things you house, felt guilty about liking? I don't know. Just like anime. Yeah. <laughs> Being a weep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like playing an instrument terribly in your bedroom when you know everyone else in the house can hear you. Okay. I got you, you just like feel kind of bad about it. You're mm-hmm. like, you're just going to hear me go. Dun, 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 dun. Solid. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. So, and then you just feel bad and, just, yeah, that, things like that. And like you said, like liking anime. It's like, oh, it's really cool and like fun art style. But like when you're in your room, like watching it and your mom walks by and you're like, this just looks kind of weird and yeah. she doesn't understand it. Or <laughs> and so you just feel like a little guilty whether you still do it or not. Yeah. And so being on my own, I don't have to worry about that because I'm with my best friend who I don't care what you think about me anymore. So. <laughs> my god i know oh my gosh really that's crazy because i care what you think about me no it's <laughs> whatever who cares no i don't even like to swipe on tinder around you because i'm like he might judge the women i swipe right what on. <laughs> is that true <laughs> a little bit oh no i absolutely no. wouldn't do that <laughs> you're like no. i'm curious what your type is and i'm like i don't want you to know <laughs> <laughs> i am curious because i just want to i just want to be your wingman i just want to help you out uh this is this is noah asked about how to get bitches <laughs> <laughs> No, but I'm just insecure, so it's easier to. I I totally understand. Grow that. and adapt on my own because mm-hmm. I can just do it for myself. Yeah, but 
Okay. Yeah. No, I, was, I think I was going to ask if you actually answered the question there. Did you, does it make it harder for you to set goals? I think it's easier. Okay. Yeah, because I'm on my own and I'm not afraid to like uh, get in anyone else's personal mm-hmm. space or anything like that, which is something I worry about too much on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But here it's my own space so I can be more creative and do the things I want more, mm-hmm. even if someone might not approve. Gotcha. Um, something I did wonder, though, since we're talking a lot about parents and stuff, mm-hmm. what do you think about like parents like setting goals for children? Uh, I think a lot like prodigy children who like mm-hmm. play instruments before they even know if they love it or not and mm-hmm. things like that. Like, you think that's generally good or bad? Uh, or? I mean, just in my opinion, it's like you should let the kid choose. Like mm-hmm. up to a point, I think uh, you're allowed as a parent to push. I mean, I say allowed loosely. It's your kids. You can raise them however you want. Mm-hmm. But I think having been a child myself at one point, <laughs> I like the the guided to a point. Where mm-hmm. it's like, uh, I'll like force you to go and make friends because you're in second grade and fuck you, you're gonna have friends. Yeah. Uh, I will like force you to try things and be involved. Like, even though I am not into sports, if I had a child, I would be like, all right, pick one, pick mm-hmm. pick some activity outside of school to try and do. I know a lot of parents who are like, you have to do two things, like two mm-hmm. extracurriculars, and mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, one in the spring, one in the fall. Mm-hmm. And so that way you're always having something to do. You're always trying something anyways. Do you think part of that is just getting the kid out of the fucking house? Oh, it, it definitely <laughs> is. It is not about goals at all. It is 100% it's about It's just like, kid. man, I just want to be able... I have to cook able... another meal if they're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to like be able to like make Isn't out Isn't that what our wife. public education system is already? It's just exactly. like getting the kids Get out of the house. Get the kids out of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, like I, I totally get that. I think... Though I would do that only up to a certain point, like maybe like mm-hmm. halfway through middle school or, you know, depending. I think that's even a good point. Like, how old are you when you're like 13? Or what, how old are you? That's freshman. <laughs> what grade are you? Yeah, freshman. Is that freshman? 13, 14, yeah. Mm. Uh-oh. Don't mind me. <laughs> um No, okay, so you're like a freshman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say that's good then, actually. Like through middle school... I think once you get into high school, you should let them do a little bit more because at that point, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you've had a chance to try these new things. Now you have the options. You know kind of what you like, what you don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, assumedly, you, you've you tried theater. You've tried a, a sport. Uh, you've watched sports or something. Uh, and you kind of learn what you're into because I remember being like 13 and like, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that sport's not for yeah. me. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, whatever. I'm not. Oh, I'm not a fan of like these people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of it can get clicky where it's like, oh, I'm not a fan of it's not that I'm not a fan of football. It's that I'm not a fan of the people who play football. Yeah, it's almost like worse to like not be a part of football than it is to mm-hmm. be a part, but be on the outskirts of the whole team yeah. and like not really enjoy it. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess I kind of felt that a little bit when I was powerlifting because I was a powerlifter, but I was also a thespian. <laughs> yeah, but everyone else was. Part was, of a different sport, part of football, of like or basketball football or basketball, or basketball, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when they like, oh, why aren't you on the football team? I'm like, I don't really belong with these people, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't do the like weird shower shit that high school <laughs> students do. Definitely. Uh, although I did have one person who I was like really comfortable around, uh, who <laughs> who was uh, just like fucking hilarious. I, I loved him. He was the sweetest kid. Uh, but we would do this thing where we would. Uh, run into the the room the locker room uh, because our uh, showers didn't have temperature gauges 
And we really liked the cold water that it, when it came out. Because, like, as soon as you're done, like, working out, mm-hmm. just, like, dipping in ice or whatever, oh, it feels so good. Uh, your whole body just, like, just, like, crunches up. But you're just <laughs> like, oh, this feels amazing. Uh, so we would run, and we <laughs> we had these stripping contests where we're just like, let's see who can get the fucking showers first. So we just run in and just, like, throw <laughs> clothes. Like, literally, like, clothes would just, like, we'd start, like, here. And just clothes would be, be strewn all about <laughs> on the way down. <laughs> uh, but it was just like because we wanted to get to the cold bits first. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we got called freaks for that because we're like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> like, ah, no, we just like the cold water. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, I had that friend there because otherwise I would have just been. You've been in showering in warm water. I, well, yeah, <laughs> I would have. Yeah, just like everybody else because I would have been looked down on for being different. Mm-hmm. But which is. A whole nother thing. Like, there, I'm sure there's some schools where, like, the football teams are way more accepting. But in our particular scenario, it was a mm-hmm. l- lot of very close-minded stuff. But Definitely. Uh, <laughs> no, but, um, so, I do wonder about, like, prodigies and stuff mm-hmm. like that, where, like, a kid, like, from a very young age is, like, kind of given a goal. Uh-huh. Do you think that's inherently a bad thing? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say yeah, because... I think you're taking a lot of choice away from the child. Uh, And to me, having the option to pursue what I love is one of the most important Mm -hmm. things to me. Because sometimes I do wonder, I'm like, man, what if I just like would have been forced to like take piano as a kid? Like Mm -hmm. I would be so good now. Yeah. You know, and so that's something that it's like a trade off. It's like, but it would be something that you ended up hating because you were forced to do it. And that's what I wonder is like when you're 18, now I just don't have to play piano. Mm -hmm. I just have the skill and it's, you know, dissipating and like, are you worse off for that? Like you didn't have the choice during like yeah. your younger years, mm-hmm. but now that you're older, you have the skill and you can use it or not. But if yeah. you wanted it, I do know some people so who like were forced to play piano and stuff though. And they, they grow up and they're like, yeah, I'll never touch a piano again. It's mm-hmm. so like, because of that, I, I never even want to see a fucking piano. I've, if I fucking, if I see an ebony and ivory reference, I will lose my shit <laughs> right now at this party. Um, but like, yeah, no, I, I, just in my opinion, in my humble human opinion, I think that you should That's allow fair. your kid to have a choice. Yeah. Uh, and I hate to force a wrap up, but I do have to go to work soon. That's fair. <laughs> nope, we were coming up. Last question anyways. Okay. So I ask a lot of questions and I would love it if you guys helped me out. Got us got us some of our own questions. Uh, we have lots. We're everywhere. Um, we got <laughs> eyes and ears. Okay, we're not everywhere. But we're a lot of places. And so feel free to look down in the description if you want to talk to us and see what we're up to. So... Like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, and have a good night. Bye.